Welcome to We Drink and We Know Things, a weekly podcast doused in alcohol and lit with knowledge. Clinkies! Hello. Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to our show. Which is called We Drink and We Know Things, which you probably heard in the intro. We <laughs> like to say it, though. Yeah, well, I'm Andrea. I'm Tom. Welcome back if you uh, listened before. Thanks for doing that. Um, If you just randomly chose this episode as your first episode. Cool. Welcome. Welcome in, man. This is our 38th episode. 38. 38 of them. Nothing wrong with it. Thanks this for one, sticking with us. This one is going to be a little different, just like 37 was, because my story was so long, it needed its own episode, so now this episode's Tom episode. Oh, God, a lot of pressure. Felt really weird. Feeling the pressure. So, like not gear up to podcast like i was just like yeah all i gotta you, do is fill up my wine glass i would say that it took me longer to do my research this time because the homie dimitri whom we've mentioned a few times a good buddy of ours he bought the new star wars mm-hmm. fallen order video game mm-hmm. and he lives video games he eats sleeps poops video games and so he crushed it banged it out and let me borrow it and i've lost all sense of productivity <laughs> it's so you've fucking been playing good. it uh, for a little while yeah you've been very gracious actually yeah, well. you've been pretty sweet about it well, it's rare that i like just go in on a game like yeah that. you're not like a huge big gamer a like big a lot gamer. of dudes i'd like to say i am but it's not i'm terrible i die every five andrey mostly just hears me cussing and wondering why <laughs> i'm fucking playing because i just keep dying but it's got the dude who plays Ian from Shameless. Shameless. Yeah. Oh, we should probably know his real name. We should probably look that up. But, oh, speaking of Shameless, it's back. We watched that show. Yeah, it's man. Been hella good. It's a good TV time between that, Golden Compass. Uh, what else are we watching right now? Friggin' Below- Mandalorian. Oh, well, yeah. Come on. I was going to say Below Deck. <laughs> oh, I love Below Deck. Always will. It's like a guilty pleasure, man. Um additionally my guy elon muskies he debuted the uh the cyber truck yeah you were, we were talking about this earlier yeah because uh, i just made some dope ass pork tacos they were so good i can't take that much credit for because it, it was a box meal kit which okay, i will you, not plug, you know what you can't take credit for is cooking them because they was delicious and i'm like sick i woke up feeling horrible i feel awful yeah, all day you sound great you look great i love you very much I, I, neither of those things <laughs> right now <laughs> to me you do oh but yeah he, he it's really cool to see him because it's, it's actual Wait, what were in we the video about? game? Yeah, in the video game. Oh, Ian. I you were just totally talking about something else. I was talking about the cyber truck, but it is. It's actually it's literally. I, dude. I was just looking up what his name is. It's Cameron Monaghan. 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 Yeah, he's the great. Actor. He does a great job in it. Um, but yeah, the, the, we were talking about the truck at dinner. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. Yeah, it looks so weird. I think it looks kind of cool. I think it looks like. A weirder, more boxy version of the uh, DeLorean from mm-hmm. Back to the There's Future. There's been so many memes. Yeah. I didn't know. I've not. I guess I just haven't been on my phone today. It's, been, it's caused a lot of waves. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. It doesn't drop for like another year. Apparently, they've already sold 10. They have 10 billion in sales. That's so insane. 10 billion in sales. Haven't even Haven't even ran an ad yet. That's it's crazy. crazy. Uh, there was a really funny moment, though, when they were showing the truck. Because it was like during like a keynote, you know how those big corporations do the stupid like, let me tell you how this product's going to oh, change yeah, your yeah. life. The guy in khakis and the thing is doing the whole thing. Uh-huh. Steve Jobs like coined it. Now everybody does it. Yeah. Uh, there was a guy and I want to say he's like, he's one of the developers of the vehicle of the truck walking around it with a sledgehammer because it's like made with this double twisted kryptonite shit That's that doesn't so wild. dent or corrode or anything. And he's hitting it with a sledgehammer, and it's pretty remarkable because you can tell he's putting some heat into it, and nothing happens. That's so weird. And they talk about how how the the windows are going to be like tempered steel, not steel. I don't know. I don't speak the science, but it's like <laughs> it's like a tempered, you know, bulletproof suck your dick glass. And they threw like a <laughs> like a steel ball at it to uh-huh. test it. And it literally shattered. It didn't no, shatter, uh-huh. but it cracked the glass. Oh, it did? Yeah. And then they tried it again on a different 
window of the vehicle, uh-huh. and it happens again. Oh, no. Elon Musk literally on stage, he says, fuck me. Really? Yes. That wasn't supposed to happen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Wouldn't they certainly have tested suppo- that already? You would have thought so. He was like, yeah, we'll get it. We- that's why we do these things. We've got time yet. We'll, fi- we'll fix oh it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's kind of funny. Yeah. El- Speaking of Elon Musk, let's talk about my boy Elon Tusks. Go check out that new episode of Rick and Morty's. Because he's also oh, on that. Yeah. God, yeah. There was the new episode, Elon <laughs> Tusk. Elon Pretty Tusk. Pretty funny. And he plays. It's his it's voice. Yeah, it's he really does him. it. Yeah, on, awesome. If you don't watch Rick and Morty. Shit, I'm freaking. I'm, I'm like a Elon Musk fanboy. If I could afford, you really are. I would be pushing one. Really are. They have like a family model now. It's only like a thirty thousand dollar model. Oh, only. It's a. It's electric. It's all electric. Boogie woogie woogie woogie. No, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know. It looks really weird, and you got to charge it and stuff. Yeah, but we're going to get one. No, oh, are we? <laughs> Probably <laughs> we make not. millions. Probably not. No, I'm not about a car payment. Mm-mm. Oh, by the time this episode drops, it'll be the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Good God willing, the creek don't rise. Which is tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be coming out on, on Wednesday, hopefully. We've, so, been trying to, we've been trying to stick to Wednesdays. Hope y'all digging it. We've been trying to crunch out some episodes, man. We've been trying to bang them out. Yeah. Which was another reason why we split this one up. Cause yeah, because it just makes it easier. So we don't we're not editing like a two and a half hour podcast, and you're not listening to us for that it. long. I hate it. Because that's a lot. I hate it. But uh, do you hate it? I don't know if I've said, but I you hate, hate it? it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, so happy Thanksgiving. Happy fucking Thanksgiving. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, like if you live in England or something, like happy Thursday, baby. English, and we're celebrating it. Yeah, they all. There's gonna be a lot of clever. <laughs> clever english people i forget what is your up. mom does she do she She's doesn't do lamb, like typically yeah she, she, for i thought every, that was her easter she does it for like all of it yeah she, she his mom doesn't do like turkey like the the, yeah. the, the like quintessential the american yeah she turkey makes your ham she makes a lamb she'll she do some, some lamb and some, we'll have some yeah. mint sauce and potatoes and stuff which it'll be dope it's so yeah, good my mom's but, a great cook great cook we always do Lunch at my family's and then dinner at his family's. It's a gauntlet. So much food. It's a gauntlet. Email us your all spreads. Yeah, hit us up. What Send you us do? Some pics. We'll, be, we'll be posting on our page throughout the holidays. We're gonna eventually, if we ever fucking finish our Christmas decorations, we're gonna take a picture and show it on Instagram because we talked about it for like six episodes. Yeah, we're not. We don't want to post a picture until it's the, it's all up. Yeah. But we are. We're, we're, we did a l- mad work yesterday. So, which is yeah. probably a uh, contributing factor as to why I'm sick today. You went very hard. You did that super cool run of lights, which on uh, along the front of our lawn. Yeah. And our neighbors came out and they were like, Do you think you have enough like, lights? We get it. You, you got get some it. lights. <laughs> and they have that super cool. Um, they have the lamp. leg lamp from a. A Christmas, Christmas story, story yeah. 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 It's, it's, they leave it out all year. She, yeah, she leaves stuff. it up all year, which yeah. is awesome. Good folks, good folks. But yeah, we'll be posting some pictures of that. Yeah, and uh, I think the only other really big thing is uh, we got Florida Man Fridays. Oh, yeah, Ur Florida Friday. Man Fridays. Er Friday. New thing. As the Check day is long, it's fun. I, I think that I found a pretty good... Florida man story for this Friday. I'm oh, really? Excited. Yeah. Oh, cool. I think because normally you just like pick them. And I've, yeah, I've been them. finding them. But I which still do because I'm very lazy. But mm-hmm. I do have one that I'm going to tell. Oh, okay. I'm excited for that. Yes. Oh, and one last shameless plug. Um, we already talked about shameless. Ahaha. <laughs> my other business or one of my my businesses is Woodwear by Andrea. Entrepreneur. <laughs> Woodwear by Andrea. I make wind jewelry and art. And I launched my website. Mm-hmm. It has all my earrings on there, some necklaces, a, couple, mm-hmm. a few cool like superhero ornaments and things. And I'm so, I'm adding more of my cool fun wall art like daily. So go you check it out. Have so much, so I have so much many designs. Stuff. Just, so much. I wanted stuff on to there. get. You the, can't imagine. Yeah, it. I wanted to get the website out with time for people to order stuff for Christmas. Yeah. Even yeah. though I don't have everything on there yet, but and you, and you also do custom stuff. So if yeah. you have something in mind yep, that you think yep, would look yep. cool done in wood, just hit us up on the on the podcast email, and we'll we'll make you some cool shit. Yeah, I won't our, have anything our, our to actually, do with it. I won't have anything to do with it. Just go to my website, which which is woodwarebyandrea.com. 
Good plug. W O O D W E A R by A N D R E A. That was dope. You can get on there and email me on the website. Yeah. So, yeah. And let me know what you think. Yeah. And order some shit. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so, since last week, you kind of you kind of ran the show with that terrible, terrible story. Yeah. Um, what did somebody say? They said that um, when that you I talk about cannibalism, cannibalism, my really my light really shines the, or something like homie. that. And he was like, I think Andrea, like, goes in when she does cannibal stuff like she she does more work like she learns more she's more she's more about it it's like i was thinking about it and i was thinking about like because he even said i think in the email it's like pastor caster yeah greyhound is one of my favorite episodes oh, uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. and uh i was th- i was like yeah you really do pull out this because it's all it's so fucking gruesome it is yeah that one wasn't, I mean, it was kind of cannibalism, but it not was really. Kind of, he was, it was more of just like a brutal attack w- that golly, involved his mouth. man. Yeah, gee. Spoilers, man. if you haven't listened to it yet. Why would you listen to this one before listening to that one? Well, who knows, man. Jump around. People, jump if around. you haven't, it's the one before this. Jump, jump. <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Yeah. So, I think I'm going to go, uh, you got anything else, babe? No, I'm ready to hear. So, I'm ready to sit back We've been getting with my our... rosé uh-huh. and my sore throat and uh-huh. listen to your story bang we've been getting we've been getting real girthy with these intros yeah sorry about it we're talking too much man just you know just fast forward this evening oh we drink and we know things the podcast (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna double down on disaster oh okay i covered a disaster on yeah i think like so like two the last story you did yeah yeah we're going to be talking about the catastrophic bhopal disaster so Bhopal is the capital of Madhya Pradesh, which is a state in the Republic of India. Okay. So it's, you know, they have states too, just like we do. Sure. Yeah. And I've not heard of this. So Bhopal is in Madhya Pradesh and Madhya Pradesh is is in central India and Bhopal is the second largest city in the whole state. Wow. So it's like the Lexington to our Louisville. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Originally, when I wrote this piece in my notes, I realized I'm not ready to say it yet because I don't want to give it away. Oh, okay. Here's what happened. Good thing I can't see it. Don't look, bro. <laughs> He's looking at my pages over mm-hmm. here. At least I print shit out nowadays. I know. Come on. Okay, Upgrade. I'm actually going to say it. This incident, it's an incident. There's an incident. Okay. You could call it a disaster. An it is certainly, it is certainly a disaster. A disaster. It's known as the world's worst industrial disaster. Uh-oh. Ever. Uh-oh. Of all time. What just happened? Was that Alexa right there? Was that your Siri? Maybe. Guys, that was creepy. Somebody just somebody just got it. It was not my it wasn't my phone and it wasn't Alexa. She's in the other room. Maybe because I said like disaster. Maybe I don't know, man. Who knows? That was weird. Okay. It was a ghost. For everybody that was that wants to say it was a ghost. Okay. So here's what happened. On the night of December the second, nineteen eighty four. Okay. Okay. At the Union Carbide plant in Bhopal, some bad negligent uh, terrible shit happened. So the Union what plant? Union Carbide Corporation. Carbide. We're gonna get way into it. Cool. Okay. We're gonna get. You're gonna. You're gonna know this company. By oh, the time buddy. Okay. So some bad shit happened. Um. Thank you so much for listening to We Drink and We Know Things. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh. So the Union Carbide and Carbon Corporation was formed on November the first, nineteen hundred seventeen. From the merger of a couple of different companies. It's old. Very old. The Union Carbide Company, founded in 1898. The National Carbon Company, founded in 1886. Lind Air Products Company, maker of liquid oxygen. Okay. Whoa. And the Presto Light Company, manufacturer of calcium carbide. So they all became one big company in 1917. Okay. Whoa. In nineteen, pretty progressive. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I mean, that the kind of thing happens when you get big business. Yeah, you know, you're all golfing together. Though? Yeah, That's yeah. Nineteen seventeen. Mm. People have been rich for a long time, man. <laughs> in 1920, the company set up chemicals division, which manufactured ethylene glycol for okay. use as automotive antifreeze. Yeah, I know a lot about that when you when I'm looking at murder. Yeah, 
And plus, our boy ate drank oil in the last episode, too. The company continued oh, yeah, yeah. to acquire related chemical pro- uh, producers, including the Bakelite Corporation in 1939. The company changed its name to Union Carbide Corporation in 1957. It was also widely just referred to as Carbide. It operated Oak Ridge National Laboratory from 1947 until the late 1970s. The, the what? That's the when what? you the have what? a vote. The lit. What? 17... In 19... I'm having a stroke. I'm having an actual fucking stroke. So, we're going to... That's just a little kind of... That's the company. Uh-huh. The Union Carbide India Limited Factory was built in 1969 to produce the pesticide 7. S-E-V-I-N. Yeah, I know like this. Seven I dust. know that. No, not I know 7 that. dust, but the, the chemical. It's yeah, like I know. Super, yeah. Yeah. Which is that company's name for carb, uh, carbaryl, using methyl isocyanate, uh-huh. which is M-I-C, is how I'm going to say it, because I don't feel like saying methyl isocyanate. Okay. Much more confident that time, though. Um, Mike. We're going to be, re- anytime you hear me say M-I-C, I'm referring to that chemical. Okay. Maybe it's going to come up again. Uh-huh. So they were making, <laughs> they're making, um, seven using MIC as an intermediate. Isn't that still a thing? I believe it is. Is it to kill bugs? Uh, it's a it's a chemical that okay. is used in a bunch of different seven. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So, um, and they used MIC as an intermediate, which I think is like how they it's one of the tools they need to create the the. The composition of this chemical, right? Okay. So an MIC production plant was added to the uh, Union Carbide India Limited factory in 1979. Are you following me? Say that again. So the Union Carbide India Limited is the name of of, um, a factory. Yeah. That's been established in India. Uh Uh-huh. As a subsidiary of the uh, Union Carbide Corporation. Okay. So back in the day, India was like incentivizing foreign companies to come in and install businesses. They were getting tax breaks and stuff like this. Uh-huh. So the UCC, which is the Union Carbide Corporation. Yeah. They established this subsidiary, which they had like 50% and then some ownership mm-hmm. in. And then there was, you know, other people sure. invested. Yeah. And they installed this chemical company. And then they added their own because they're making they're making seven mm-hmm. and they're using um, MIC. Gotcha. And then they start making their own MIC in 1979. Okay. Woo! That's a lot of big. It's a lot of, a lot of big, big yeah. words. <laughs> Here we go. You ready for the meat? Sure. At 11 p.m. on December 2nd, 1984. While most of the one million occupants mm. of the city were snoozing, mm-hmm. an operator at the plant noticed a small leak of methyl isocyanate, or MIC. Yeah. And he noticed increasing pressure inside of the st- a storage tank. Uh-oh. The vent gas scrubber, which is a device designed to neutralize toxic discharge from M- from the MIC system had been turned off three weeks earlier. Apparently a faulty valve had allowed one ton of water for cleaning internal pipes to mix with 40 tons of MIC. Okay. The th- a 30 ton refrigeration unit that normally served as a safety component to cool the MIC storage tank had been drained of its coolant for use in another part of the plant. Okay. So you got a guy noticing there's something a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. You got a bunch of water in there that's designed to clean it, but the cleaning system isn't in place. Mm-hmm. And the fail safe doesn't seem to be in place. Mm-hmm. Right? Because it's the cooling thing had been moved to do another guy. And the... Is that just kind of like sitting stagnant? or It's sitting in this... And so sometimes the introduction of water... Can make it, sure. it's a chemical. Re- it can be chemical reactions. Yeah. yeah, I think you would call those chemical reactions. 
A 30-ton refrigeration unit that normally served as a safety component to cool the MIC storage tank had been drained of its cooler. Yeah, as I had said. Pressure and heat from the vigorous exothermic reaction, which I assume is the water in the MIC mixing, with 30 tons of this MIC. Mm-hmm. 30 tons of it. That's a fuckload. And a ton of water. Literally one, you know, a, a, a fucking ton. A, a T-O-N. Yeah, a T-O-N. Literally a ton of water. Literally one. Not that it would be spelled any differently. Ton. <laughs> you know a metric ton and our ton are actually spelled differently and they're different measurements, but not by very much? I found that out while I was learning this. Did not know that. Yeah, pretty interesting. <laughs> ton, our ton is T-O-N, right? Yeah. The metric ton is T-O-N-N-E-S. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't Weird. know. I don't know nothing. <clears throat> so pressure and heat from the vigorous exothermic reaction in the tank continue to build. So this nasty shit is just building up. The gas flare safety system was out of action and had been for three months. So you already don't have this. You have no fail safes in place. Yeah. Fuck. At around 1 a.m., on December 3rd, lard, 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 loud rumbling reverberated around the plant as a safety valve gave way, sending a plume of MIC gas into the morning air. Oh, no. And like do you outside? remember how we said there was so fucking outside? much of it? Out into the universe, baby. And I assume that's not a good breeze. We're in the second largest city. No, I have to breathe. Oh, buddy. Yeah, no, nope. buddy. Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> no. There ain't one person want to breathe. Not one thing walking on this earth that could handle this. What's oh, coming for them. no. It was oh, a no. fucking catastrophe. That's going to An estimated 3,800 people died immediately. Most immediately? Immediately. Just from like, there was like a getting sl- my paper. Dirk- <laughs> well, they were all asleep. Oh, yeah. And there was like a slum. There was a bunch of slums, like right around the factory. Uh huh. So you know, no infrastructure. You know, not you know, not maybe. Who knows? You know, but oh my god, it was mostly in these. Um, so the minute it hit the air, it just they breathe it in. And yeah, it, yeah. Oh no! Does that yeah. just like? Do you just? I don't know if you're gonna tell me. If, so I'm gonna tell you a lot. Like how what how it affects your like what it yep, does to you. Yep, okay, yep. okay, then I won't ask. At the very end, I thought we could go through and say what it can do to you, what it does to you. Okay. After we get sure. through all the stuff. So yeah, as I said, it was in the in the poor slum colony adjacent to the UCC plants. So that's United Carbon Carbide Corporation. Hmm? Okay. Local hospitals just got hit, overwhelmed with people. Who didn't die instantly that were far enough out or there is no it 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 went so far oh my god um so it and and at this point like local doctors and stuff they don't know how to treat it well aren't they getting affected too potentially you know like it was widespread but people are did they know did they know what happened not initially oh no so So they don't know know how to to treat it and it's a it's very specific i mean it's a chemical sure and they said because of the way the reaction to the water and the MIC, there were going to be other, there's other chemicals in the air. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. Other compounds and stuff were created and shit. So it's, it's all, it's, it's just a, a fucking black cloud over this city. Oh my like, God. Like immediately. Yeah. I mean, it's, it was 30 tons. Yeah. You Is know? it visible? Like actual visible? Yeah, it was visible. <gasps> it was like a black, it was literally like literally, a black cloud. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so scary. Uh, yeah, within a few days, trees in the vicinity became barren and bloated animal carcasses could <gasps> oh. they had to be disposed of. 170,000 people were treated at hospitals and temporary dispensaries. 2,000 buffalo, goats and other animals were collected and buried. Supplies including food became very scarce um owing to suppliers' safeties. Uh, fish were prohibited to eat because um yeah. of just the local, yeah, yeah, it was super fucked up. Well, but crops were probably fucked too. Huh? Everything was fucked. Oh my god, everything was fucked. Lacking any safe alternative, on December sixteenth, tanks six eleven and six nineteen were emptied of the remaining MIC by reactivating the plant and continuing to manufacture uh, pesticide. What? Yep, yep. So there were like four or five different tanks that they have. They were called 611 sure. and 619. 
Um, so those so, were just the ones that had MIC in them and the one that leaked. So I know you mentioned the guy who saw the faulty whatever. Yeah. Was there a bunch of people working or not since it no, was No, it was the middle of the night. He was just like a maintenance dude. Oh, my God. So he died instantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, I think so. I if think he was in I'm, it. Yeah. I'm, I didn't actually. I, I should have really done some more research on that guy. But um, later on, a bunch well, of shit comes yeah, up about if he's, pulp, was able culpability to, and stuff like that. If somebody if said that. He saw it, then I'm pretty he sure must he have lived. gotten word yeah, of mouth lived, somehow. Yeah. But I think yeah, he, tr- I think he tried to like turn something, but none of the things he was trying was working. Sure, it was just a fa- fail safe. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. So yeah, they they fucking kept the sh- the store the factory That's running wild. Despite safety precautions such as having, despite safety precautions such as having water carrying helicopters continually overflying the plant. This led to a second mass evacua- evacuation from evacuation? Bhopal. Evacuation, babe. The government of India passed the Bhopal Gas Leak Disaster Act that gives the government the rights to represent all victims, whether or not in India, as a whole against the UCC. Okay? To represent the good, the, the well-being of all those people. Sure. This is just like kind of the immediate stuff that happens. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Um, complaints of lack of information or misinformation were widespread. An Indian government spokesperson said Carbide is more interested in getting information from us than helping our relief work. Former statements, formal statements were issued that air, water, vegetation, and foodstuffs were safe, but warned not to consume fish. The number of children exposed to the gases was at least 200,000. Oh my god. There's almost like a million people. So why was all the crops and stuff okay, but not fish? What was the specific about fish? I think it, a bunch of it leaked into the ground and into the groundwater, well water. I see. And local bodies of water really got affected by the fallout of this. Okay. You know, like when the dust settled or whatever. Sure. A lot of it affected the water. And maybe yeah. maybe water was just more sensitive to it than other stuff. Right. Within weeks, the, the state government established a number of hospitals, clinics, and mobile units in the gas-affected area to treat the victims. So, UCC Chairman and CEO Warren Anderson, together with his technical team, immediately traveled to India. Mm-hmm. And I actually was listening to this thing, and there's a whole, um, like, him giving a statement, acting like he's so upset. And he's, Where did he live? He's American. Yeah. He's an American dude. Yeah, he uh, he goes with his technical team and the and he was really concerned about going because he didn't want to be arrested. Oh, because the because f- it's his company. Yeah, and right. it's, well, that well, he no, absolutely should be arrested. None of that came to light yet. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. This is in the the immediate days after. I got you. And so you know they're kind of like, no, just get out here, blah blah blah, and he's immediately arrested. Oh uh, yeah. And he's urged by the Indian government to leave the country within 24 hours. Oh. He's rich as hell. He's got lawyers. They're throwing around money. So they're just like, get out. They kept him under a watch. And they're like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? You just caused a fucking... Dis- Your company just caused a fucking yeah. huge disaster. Huge disaster. I mean, this is bigger than the BP oil spill because no humans died during that. You know? Yeah. Union Carbide organized a team of international medical experts as well as supplies and equipment to work with the local Bhopal medical community and the UCC technical team began assessing the cause of the gas leak. And as I said, he made a bunch of statements, blah, 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 and largely like placed blame on the subsidiary that they owned the majority. Well, of. did he know that there was an issue? Well, Are you gonna get into that's that? a, yeah, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into some of that because I'm not going to get into all of that. If he wasn't there. He, maybe right. he well, wasn't. No, but he owns the, he owns the, the majority of the right. company that owns the subsidiary that led to this disaster right. happening. Right. So obviously they got their butts sued off and legal proceedings involving the UCC, the United States and Indian government, Local Bhopal authorities and the disaster victims started immediately after the catastrophe. I mean, everybody's coming after him. Everybody's I coming after him. I can imagine. Rightfully so. I mean, thousands. Thousands of people died. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. And, um, and The numbers were, are fucking and I'm crazy. Like, terrified to hear, like... The final numbers and what happened afterwards. Uh, yeah, like um, side effects and yeah. shit like that. Yeah. 
There's there's going there's some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Indian government blamed uh, passed the Bhopal Gas Leak Act as again to allow the government to act as the legal representative for victims of the disaster, leading to the beginning of legal proceedings. Initial lawsuits were generated in the United States federal court uh, as well. On April 17, 1985, federal district court judge John F. Keenan suggested that fundamental human decency required Union Carbide to provide between $5 million and $10 million to immediately help the injured and suggested the money could quickly be distributed through the International Red Cross. UCC, on the notion that doing so did not constitute an admission of liability, uh, and the figure could be credited toward any future settlement or judgment offered a $5 million relief fund. Two days later, the Indian government said, fuck you. Indian government turned it down. They're like, I don't fuck. We don't fucking want it. Really? Yeah. They're like, Why? We don't want your fuck. Because they're coming after. They're, they're pissed. Sure. But it's still, I mean, relief funds. Or is that more of like a settlement? They don't, they don't want to settle. They want to fucking yeah, go they, after them. They say that us giving this donation doesn't constitute our guilt sure so we'll do it but if we come to a settlement later we're taking it out oh yeah we're taking we're gonna cut we're gonna subtract that 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 <laughs> amount and then he was like fuck you bro yeah i get okay i get that i mean yeah, like, hell no. us. Yeah, you're fuck gonna you. fucking settle so in march 1986 ucc proposed a settlement figure endorsed by plaintiffs u.s attorneys of 350 million dollars that would according to the company generate a fund for Bhopal victims of between 500 600 million over 20 years. In May, litigation was transferred from the United States to the Indian court systems by US district court ruling. Following an appeal of this decision, the US Court of Appeals affirmed the transfer, judging in January 1987 that the the factory was a separate owned entity managed and operated exclusively by Indian citizens of India. So they're trying to just flip the whole thing around. They're like, no, yeah, we owned a good portion of it. But gotcha. also all these local but guys also guys, owned it. You know what I mean? Sure. And operated it. And it was, you guys yeah. should have fixed yeah. that. And sh- yeah. Yeah. So the government of India refused the offer from the union carbide and claimed the claimed wanted u.s dollars 3.3 billion the supreme court in india told both sides to come to an agreement and start with a clean slate in november of 1988 eventually in and out of court settlement reached in february 1989 so it's about that's already five years five years later yeah a union carbide agreed to pay 470 million dollars for damages caused in the bhopal disaster the amount was immediately paid Meanwhile, they're still they asked operating. For, they and... asked for no. Well, the the that facility ended up closing in 1986. The oh. one they were running, they it, oh. it ended up closing all the way oh, down okay. in 1986. Yeah, I sorry, I didn't mention that. They asked for 3.3 billion, settled for four and a half million. That's crazy. For and and keep in mind, this is like it's not about somebody winning money. It's for relief for yeah thousands of people. Yeah, absolutely thousands of people. Throughout 1990, the Indian Supreme Court heard appeals against the settlement. In October 91, the Supreme Court upheld the original $470 million, dismissing any other outstanding petitions that challenged the original decision. The court ordered the Indian government to purchase out-of-settlement fund a group medical insurance policy to cover 100,000 people that may later develop symptoms and cover any shortfall in the settlement fund. It also requested that the UCC and its subsidiary, which is the UCIL, which is that factory, voluntarily fund a hospital in Bhopal at an estimated $17 million to to specifically treat victims of the Bhopal disaster. Then the company agreed to do it. Okay, so it wasn't just a... They didn't want just just money paying. They wanted them also build a hospital. And they did. Yeah, they definitely did. Yeah. And but, and apparently but the hospital was ran like shit. But so like, how just, many years after was the hospital actually built? Was it even helpful at this point? I don't. Even, I think it didn't even. I have it written down. It opened. Um, like, was it even helpful at this point? You know what I mean? Right. I have. I, I'm going to get back into the hospital. Sure. I think a little bit. So, in 1991, the local Bhopal authorities charged Anderson 
who had retired in 1986, and he's the CEO and chairman. They charged him with manslaughter, a crime that carries <gasps> a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. This is in India, right? And it only carries a maximum sentence of 10 years yeah. in India? Yeah. He was declared a fugitive from justice by the chief judicial magistrate of Bhopal on the 1st of February 1992 for failing to appear at the court hearings in a culpable homicide case in which he was named a chief defendant. So this ultra-rich CEO guy that lives in another continent He's like, already retired. doesn't show up for... Seven years later or some shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Or no, more than that. It yeah. happened in 84. Yeah. India tried to get his ass. So that's eight years later. Yeah. It was 92. It was, yeah. Yeah. It was uh, 92 is when he didn't show up. And they tried. But I thought that they already like. They'd already settled. But the local government. This is the local government of Bhopal. Oh, like, right. Oh, fuck that. Let's, like, let's sure, get this Sure. You settled. Yeah. You, but you, you paid money. But yeah. you also killed a bunch of people. In our, in our air, in our town. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So they, the India tries to get his ass extradited. And the U.S. Supreme Court doesn't, they, they don't let it happen. And wow. it, it kind of just falls apart from there. And he, uh, yeah, yeah. He, so he doesn't go to jail, even for a minute. That's so crazy. Never spends a minute in jail. And what and, and why that's troubling is something I'm going to get into later. I wish I would have thought to put it in earlier, but something kind of crazy comes out and you're just like, what the fuck? Okay. Then there was the... U.S. Federal Class Action Litigation, Sahu versus Union Carbide and Warren Anderson, which was filed in 99. Jeez. Under the U.S. Alien Torts Claims Act, which provides for civil remedies for crimes against humanity. It sought damages for personal injury, medical monitoring, and injunctive relief in the form of cleanup of drinking water supplies for residential areas near Bhopal. So they're like, give us some... We At this point, we just want some money to continue relief. Yeah. Relief at this sure. point. And uh, the lawsuit was dismissed in 2012, and the subsequent appeal was denied. Had they already gone through all the money that they originally got? No, they were just seeking more. They just, yeah. For it's just crime like, again. Just, you owe, fuck you, let's you just... More. Yeah, keep fucking for sticking this and this, this and this and that. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. So the lawsuit was dismissed in 2012, and in 2014, God. CEO Anderson dies at 92 years old. Just free as a bird. He lived a long old friggin' life. Yeah. So I was going to tell you a little bit about the effects, the short-term and long-term effects of um, MIC. Yeah. So short-term... Um, this is early effects from zero to six month. So ocular, respiratory, gastrointestinal, uh, gastrointestinal, genetic, and psychological neurobehavioral issues are all listed. So people going blind, pulmonary edema, persistent diarrhea, anorexia. Anorexia? Anorexia because they can't keep anything <gasps> in their body. Oh Neuroses, uh, anxiety, anxiety states and, and fits. Impaired audio and visual memory, impaired vigilance, attention and response time, impaired reasoning and spatial ability, impaired psychomonitor coordination, and long-term effects, we call late effects. Yeah. Ocular, respiratory, reproductive, and genetic. Ugh. So persistent eye watering, chronic conjunctivitis, um, obstructive and restrictive airway disease, decreased lung function, Increased Ugh. pregnancy loss, yeah. increased infant mortality, and increased chromosomal abnormalities. So that's babies coming in. Sure. Women, yeah. people exposed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. Yeah, dude. So some of the some of the stuff like about what's happening isn't available because the Indian government hasn't released uh -huh. like certain information. Um a total of 36 wards were marked by the authorities as being gas affected. So it's like towns, like, oh, okay. like little boroughs, I mm -hmm. guess. A population affecting a population of 520,000. Whoa. That's how many people got affected by this fucking gas bomb, dude. That is so crazy. A fucking half chemical a leak. Half a million fucking people. More than half a million yeah. people. That's nuts. Of these 520,000, 200,000 were kids. 
oh under the age of 15, and 3,000 of them were pregnant women. Oh, no. The official immediate, immediate death toll was 2,259. 2,259? 2,259 immediate deaths. Oh, my God. That is like... Oh, my God. The the carnage like the yeah. thought of like just like yeah. all those bodies and like yeah. having to figure out how to get mass burials and funerals and jeez yeah. yeah yep yep and in 1991 3928 deaths had been officially certified <sighs> yeah pretty crazy it's the numbers kind of fluctuate too like the government of Madhya Pradesh which is the state that Bhopal is in confirmed a total of 3787 deaths related to the gas release well yeah i mean if it, there's were, so yeah. much somebody could have probably had like a stroke because it was related to a clogged artery yeah. thing you're like oh, whatever the long not that effects, none of that bro. made sense but you the know what long term effects i mean people because uh, well I'll, i got i got to listen for a reason we'll get into it Later, the affected area was expanded to include 700,000 citizens. A government affidavit in 2006 stated the leak caused 558,125 injuries, including 38,478 temporary partial injuries and approximately 3,900 severely and permanently disabling injuries. That's wild. Those numbers are insane, dude. Five hundred fifty-eight thousand. Yeah, no wonder they want them to build another hospital. They should have built them like ten hospitals. Yeah, hundred hospitals. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, And this is one of the things that I thought was really interesting because this is one of those. It's like this is kind of factual. This is a bummer and all of this, but yeah, safety audits were done every year in the U.S. and European UCC plants. But every only every two years in other parts of the world. Okay. Fuck. So there was a business confidential safety audit by UCC before all this happened in May of 1982. The senior officials of the corporations were all well aware of a total of 61 hazards, 30 of them major and 11 minor in the dangerous methyl isocyanate units in Bhopal. What the fuck? They knew. They had they knew. There was a secret report that they didn't a secret audit and they found all this troubling shit. Why wasn't anything done about it? Money, man. Money. Ugh, gross. They were too more way more occupied with their their uh European and yeah. American. Well, they're just plants. such they're just such huge operations. Sure. And I had heard it said that they were thinking of selling the that factory, and they were selling they were going to sell that arm of it or whatever, and so they weren't interested in doing any preventative. You know, you, they, it's like selling your car without getting the oil changed. You know what I mean? Like that right. Was their, that was kind of their plan, from what I had heard. I see. Let let it be somebody else's problem. Yeah. So they made like an action plan, but nobody was ever sent there to fix the problems. Ugh. Um. But by 1984, conditions so apparently like they did like some they they tightened some nuts and bolts, but they sure. didn't do anything major. And by 1984, conditions had again deteriorated. Uh, in September 1984, an internal UCC report on the West Virginia plant in the USA revealed a number of defects and malfunctions. It it warned that like there could be a huge failure, and the report was never sent to Bhopal, and it was like the exact same. Factory. Wow. Like, so they had in West Virginia, like, yo, this shit is fucked up. Yeah. Here's what we know. And then nobody ever sent it to Bhopal, which is like the same factory. Oh, my God. Yeah. Road? So rude. <laughs> so many people died. So many people. Chemicals abandoned at the plant continue to leak and pollute the groundwater. Whether the chemicals pose a health hazard is disputed. What the fuck? Yeah. Contamination. It's like some Aaron Brockovich dude, shit. Dude. Contamination at the site and surrounding area was not caused by the gas leakage. The area around the plant was used as a dumping ground for hazardous chemicals. And by 1982, oh, water wells in the vicinity of the UCIL factory had to be abandoned. <laughs> UCC states that after the incident, 
UCIL began cleanup work at the site under the direction of Indian central and state government authorities. So they're saying like once the cleanup started, it was out of our hands. Like we, it's not our fault. It's not our fault that the, the grounds, you know, contaminated, yeah. the water's contaminated, everything's fucked up. It's not our fault anymore because you guys have taken over the effort. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. So, yeah. UCC laboratory tests in 1989 revealed that soil and water samples collected from near the near the factory were toxic to fish. Twenty-one. I'm sorry. If it's toxic to fish, it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's like a problem in itself, and then you're uh, all gone. So they they all these people get these tests done, and it's all like so. For instance, um, in '91. The water was over a hundred of oh, the water of over a hundred wells was hazardous for health if used for drinking. Wow. In 94, it was reported that 21% of the factory premises were seriously contaminated with chemicals beginning in 99 study made by Greenpeace and other companies from soil, groundwater, well water, vegetables from the residential areas around the factory to show contamination with a range of toxic heavy metals and chemical compounds, like all kind of crazy shit, like mercury and lead and copper and oh my god, byproducts of the pesticides. Many of these contaminants were also found in breast milk of women living in the area. Oh my god! Soil tests were conducted by Greenpeace in '99. One sample from sediment collected from drain under former seven plant showed mercury levels at to be at 20,000 and 6 million times higher than expected. Oh, good. So it's just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit higher. Yeah. So they is green. What is green? That thing you kept saying green piece. What is that? It's like a, it's like a nonprofit that does relief aid and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. In 2004, a broadcast reported that the site is contaminated with toxic chemicals, including mercury held in open containers or loose on the ground. A drinking water sample from a well near the site had levels of contaminations 500 times higher than the maximum limits recommended by the World Health Organization. But that's not they weren't drinking out of them. Can't. Sp- I mean, I think that it, I, th- it, I think so. Oh, my God. I think. Yeah. I mean, there's been. It is. It's like a nuclear bomb. It's like off. fucking Chernobyl. It is, man. It is. It's just. It's chemical and not nuclear. Sure. So nobody's really right. You know, and it's. It's right. like you know, happened in you know almost you know over thirty years ago. So yeah, people don't really give a shit anymore. God. Yeah. In also in two thousand nine, the BBC took a water sample from a frequently used hand pump located just north of the plant. The sample tested in the UK was found to contain 1,000 times the World Health Organization's recommended maximum amount of carbon tetrachloride, a carcinogenic toxin. And when they say frequently used, you can assume it's for civilian use. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, 500,000 people affected, thousands die, thousands continue to die. Sure. In 2010, a British photojournalist who ventured into the abandoned factory to investigate allegations of abandoned leaking. Don't go to- in there, dude. What do you think happened? He fucking got sick, died or some shit. He Don't was, go in there. He was hospitalized for a week after oh, he was exposed sh- to the chemicals. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that place, Dark Tourism, that, that show we watched, Dark Tourism, no, got, totes also, needs to cover this. Also, if you guys have this. not fucked with Dark Tourism, it's so good. Yeah, it's a really good show. But he, they, he needs to... Well, he doesn't. Yeah. I don't want him to go there, but I don't know. Mess with it. So that's that's pretty much what I got. That's a little bit of info on the worst industrial disaster of all time. Everybody got away with it. Everybody and got fucked. And it's called what was it called? The Bo. It's largely called the Bhopal disaster. Bhopal disaster. Yeah. God. Where a chemical factory just fucked up. You know, there was all this thing that, like, there was, like, this whole theory that a, an employee, like, a, disgr- a disgruntled employee had, like, dumped the water in. And then no, well, yeah, even some like, I mean, like five or six other employees like of the facility, like went, got, got convicted of negligence, but they were all like released immediately and stuff. But yeah, so I just thought it was so much law jargon that I would keep out some of the, sure some of the non-necessary stuff. But so, I mean, 
the gr- it's still the ground is still fucked. The water is still fucked. The right. people are still fucked. That's so sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I was going to talk about like both sides to the coin. And then I saw that they knew like they, right. they literally had right. done an internal investigation and not told anyone. That's a that's a large portion of these yeah. disaster yeah. Uh, things or tra- er, tragedies essentially that happen is mm-hmm. because they don't want to fucking pay to fix shit. And, and additionally, they got into so much. They had so much trouble, you, 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 Union Carbide, mm-hmm. that they ended up selling to a company that is known as Dow Chemical, and they're one of the largest chemical producers and companies in the world. They got absorbed. They're like oh. a full subsidiary of oh. Dow Chemical. So people still, you know, protesting Dow Chemical and stuff for their Fuck. yeah. It's fucked That's up, man. wild. Mm-hmm. Whew. Woof. That's heavy. Yeah. A lot of fucking people died. Sorry if it was too informational. No, it was that I didn't, I didn't know anything about that. I had never I've never even heard of it. It's crazy how like narrow our worldview can be sometimes. Like sure. bad shit happens everywhere, you know? Yeah. Really bad shit, you know? Like I know like the Great Molasses Flood, but I don't sure. know about this. Sure. That's like yeah. wild. I'm 500 I mean, they even widened the range of seven hundred thousand people. Of like, we're in this range, sure. this radius of this yeah. fucking catastrophic chemical leak that just ravaged an entire city. That's insane. Yeah, it's pretty fucked up, right? Man. Yeah. So rest in peace to all the people and all the people. Yeah. That, you know, uh, you know. Next time you think <laughs> you got it tough, remember there's a bunch of fucking people that nobody knows about. That some really fucked Seriously. up shit happened to. Sorry if um. This one wasn't as comedic because yeah. it's kind of hard to. That's very. I was just doling out facts. Yeah, but I mean, very interesting. Thanks, man. I hope I you hope... can. I hope you can still dip your tit in it. Hope everybody uh, uh, liked that. It was very. <laughs> it was good. Thanks, man. Thanks. I liked it. Well, I find those kinds of things so interesting. It's just the scale of it was what was fucking with me. Sure. Uh, and the amount of just the amount of. The company just getting the fuck yeah. away with it, like yeah, the fact that they he paid a little bit, of ended money. up dying in his nineties, just like not giving a fuck. And he, oh, he also retired in eighty six too. Yeah, he was right retired, after fine. he retired from the company, he didn't get like sure. I'm sure there was a lot of like sure they What's were like, hey, retire. Yeah, yeah, he got. I'm sure. He, I hope that he at the very least got retired. But anyway, man, thank you guys Ugh. so much. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, if you have suggestions for stuff you want to hear either of us cover email us at we drink and we know things podcast at gmail.com good plug and happy thanksgiving happy fucking have thanksgiving, a great you time guys, with your man, families mm-hmm. if like we said share your spreads with us share the spread go check out my website woodwarebyandrea.com and We'll see you guys next week. Well, well, well you'll, you'll hear us next week. Are we hitting them with a Floor Man oh, Friday? Oh, just kidding. You'll get one on a, a Friday. Hopefully. Floor Man Friday with on Black Friday to help you get yeah. through that fuck. If you if you participate like my crazy ass wife, <laughs> Godspeed. Yeah, hopefully we'll have a Florida Man Friday for you. I guess. Okay, bye. Peace.